0: And we're back with another episode of The Anarchist Experience, episode 223, aka season three, episode 43, uh, coming at you this week. As always, I am your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with MC. And since we still have phones, numbers for you to call, here they are, 303-335-9527, or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. So there's... Before I throw it to you, MC, there's been a couple of news items dominating uh, the news cycle. I've got some other headlines as well. Um, But anything going on with you or did you want to cover some of that? Either the uh, Epstein saga or the Trump Bitcoin uh, fiasco, I guess? Lack of a better term?
1: Uh, Yeah, let's talk about both of
0: those. Okay. So So... I, I shouldn't have to fill you in <laughs> the, the listener that is, um, on the whole, uh, Jeffrey Epstein thing. Um, I covered it a bit, uh, last week, Sunday, what was the date last week, Sunday, the, uh, the seventh, um, on free talk live. So a lot of it got covered there. They spent, uh, we spent over an hour doing that. Um, and I don't think my position has necessarily changed. Um, but it all boils down to, uh, age of consent for some ungodly reason and prostitution. Um, so what are, what are your thoughts on those two issues first and then how it relates to the general, the general feeling, uh, towards this Epstein character? Hmm.
1: Well, my general feeling is he's a dirtbag. Um, but, uh, you know, was the sex consensual and was it prostitution? Um, those things, uh, I guess we, we still don't know all the details, but it sounds like uh, he was at least paying these girls and they uh, at least felt comfortable enough to be around them um, during that time when they were either giving massages or
0: getting massages or whatever. <laughs> so, probably, um, probably getting the massage more so than giving them on his part. <laughs> Who knows? Um,
1: so... Yeah, kind of, kind of funny. All the people that are uh, closely involved. Actually, I, I actually don't believe Trump uh, was caught up in that. I really don't. Um, Interesting. His, his his mannerisms and uh, are are a little bit different than than Jeffrey's might be. Uh, like that the the famous uh, clip audio clip uh, from from Trump was was saying that, you know, he, you know, h- h- quoting him, I moved in on her like a like a little bitch. Like he was actually kind of a uh uh shy. <laughs> okay. To just to be that uh you know, aggressive uh towards women. At least,
0: at least that's how I feel. I don't really know. Okay. But, He's also um, quoted as saying grab him by the pussy, by the way, just
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, he said they'll let you. <clears throat> right. Um um and I think that is you know, that's probably more related to when he was doing his a uh, Miss America pageant stuff and uh, and where where he felt like he had control, right? Okay. Where he's like he's the boss. Um, but I don't know, like I don't I don't see him going out of his way, uh, well maybe it's not out of his way, but or I don't know. That it seems like for for Trump it would probably be, be a bad move to, to to you know, go on the Lolita Express. Like, like Bill Clinton, like, I think, I think he definitely did it. <laughs> and, and, and he doesn't, you know, and it doesn't, didn't matter to him. Like he, he wasn't, he was, he's more interested in getting laid than, than, uh, you know, keeping his uh, you know, legacy alive or whatever. Okay. Um, he, he's, you know, more careless, obviously he's more careless. I mean, the whole Lewinsky scandal thing. And, um, so yeah, he's, he's not careful and, uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, that, that's I, I have a you know different view of Trump than I do of uh, of Bill
0: Clinton. Um,
1: Is that and, just more because
0: you're a conservative, right? Supporting you know Trump tard No, it's just because that's just
1: how like my gut instinct says that. Okay. like Trump probably didn't uh, didn't get with any of uh, Epstein's uh, uh, chicks on on his plane or on his island. But I, okay. I mean, I could be wrong. It's. It doesn't seem like his...
0: It's out his, of character for him.
1: is what, It doesn't seem like
0: his, uh, what do you call it, his method. His M.O. Like, modus operandi. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That's fair. I mean, th- that's a fair position. I just think, again, a lot of times when, when discussing this in relation to politics, right, the, the people who are after Trump go like, well, Trump was associated with Epstein. And the right. rebuttal is always, well, look what Bill Clinton did. As if, as if one negates the other yeah. in some form or fashion when it does not necessarily, right? They could, they could, all no, three I mean, of them can yeah. and are probably scumbags, right? Yeah, sure. For, for different reasons, maybe. Right. So it doesn't, so I want to, I want to dispel the whole, um, it mu- you know, if, if it's good for one, it's good for the other, or if it's bad for one, it's bad for the other, um. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't believe in that, but I, I
1: I call him out as as I see him, and and you know, and I've been right. I mean, things things were kind of obvious, you know, uh, the uh, you know the Trump doze, um, you know, obvious to me. It was like this. This doesn't even seem right, right? It, so, <laughs> uh, and I it, it's it's much harder to make this call on this one because there's just so much we don't know, but. Um, doesn't doesn't fit to me okay so, and and making the so, call so, is different so i think yeah and and, and saying also saying you know I, I could be wrong depending on further information but yeah as it sits right now i think bill clinton is is definitely guilty and i think uh trump is probably innocent of, okay. of that
0: now when you say guilty or innocent you're talking of the the criminal activity or in public opinion the well the I guess
1: the legal definition of innocent.
0: Okay. Cuz that's a that's the other he, he didn't he
1: didn't bang underage chicks on, <laughs> on the block. Okay. Like it because okay, if you're a billionaire, like there's there's risk, you know. You you Trump has an image and he wants to keep that ima- that image. Right? That's Sure. So that's why I think it would be a little bit out of character
0: for him to do that with and with Bill, it's like
1: it doesn't it fits care. the it fits, it fits the image.
0: It, yeah. <laughs> I'm already president. You know I'm a sex hound. Right. The younger, the better. Um, yeah. So now I want to uh, step back a minute because you said that Jeffrey Epstein is likely a scumbag. Or you, you said he is a scumbag. And I want to say, I want to make clear, uh, if this wasn't clear before, um, that you can be a scumbag and not a criminal. Right. There's, sure. there's plenty of scumbags out in the world that you know, don't engage in criminal activity. Um, and one of the points that I made uh, on Free Talk Live that I th- may have gotten glossed over in that conversation was the issue of payment. Um, mm-hmm. Insofar as I wanted to make clear then that there is all the difference in the world uh, between prostitution and um, being paid hush money to not say anything. Right. Sure. And sure. so like, you know, one, one, the, the act, the sex act or the molestation or whatever, uh, with the minor, um, is consensual insofar as it's prostitution. You go, I'm a, you do this and I'll give you a thousand dollars. Um, and the other is definitely, uh, you know, criminal, no matter, no matter the age of the person for you to take advantage of somebody sexually or physically or otherwise, um, and engage in the criminal act and then pay them after the fact to not say anything. Uh, because in my mind, that one, the criminal act has already taken place, uh, regardless of what transpires afterwards, right? Like, you know, they, they said, no, you went on and did it. And then he said, well, you know, here's, here's $5,000 or whatever to, to keep your mouth shut. And I go, well, you know, that might be all well and good and might, you know, take the sting off a little bit. You feel like, well, at least it wasn't for nothing. Um, but the act is already taking place, and you know if we're if we're going to live in a free society, uh, the the anarchist experience, uh, we have to come at these issues from the from the perspective of the state should not be involved, right? Uh, and in the in the event of in the event of actual prostitution, if the state is not going to be involved, uh, then it's none of your business, and you can think him a scumbag uh, or whatever you want. Um, but that does not make the, the act criminal or a rights violation in any way. Um, but hush money would. Hush money is, you know, like I said, the, the, the criminal act has already taken place. And in that situation, um, some sort of recourse can be sought um, by the victims, not necessarily, um, you know, the, the angry mob who has a weird definition of what society societally acceptability is. Does that make sense? hmm mm-hmm. And so yeah, I just wanted to clarify that. The like the, so, the, the deal up front and the payment definitely makes a difference. Yeah, there
1: there's another ring on it too, and that that he like there there is I don't I don't like it when there's deception involved, right? So uh, he might have convinced some chick to come up and, and give him a massage and then Changed it on him once she got in there and be like well now i want you to do this and it's like uh you know if if it had been open ahead of time then she would have maybe made different decisions so sure um but it, so on I'm the spot get... when
0: he changes it up she still has the option to say no like you paid for massage still, i'm still, giving you a massage yeah yeah
1: but that's that's where i would say that that would would what what would make him a scumbag? Because I don't I don't like any type of deceptive or manipulative m- manipulation. I mean, pe- pe- people can be manipulated, and you know, a normal business transaction uh, would would be preferable. Uh, and of course, it's not legal, so that's why uh, people have to not have to, but uh, figure out other ways of of uh, uh, making these encounters happen. So.
0: Yeah, and because if it were legal you could, you could be out in the open and be upfront and honest, but it be because of the legal nature of it, the illegality of it, um I don't want to say deception is necessary or required, um but de- definitely adds a layer of complexity to to making the transaction occur. Mm-hmm. Right? You can you can't just go advertise, "Hey, you know, $1,000 for, you know, a, a massage <laughs> and sex on my private island." Right. Um if you even if you could. So I don't, that's the thing. I don't, I, I don't necessarily have a problem. Um, I don't want to say I don't have a problem with deception, but I don't I, in this, in this respect, I don't, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, because again, you know, un- unless there's a threat or some danger, um, you know, the, the thousand dollars for the massage, if you still got a massage and you still had the choice to say no to whatever com- came next, um, you know, it's just a, it's just a question, right? It's maybe he had it planned. Um, but if you still have the option to say no, uh, I don't, I don't consider it to be like a, uh, a, a trick or a manipulation to get you to do something that you weren't going to do, that you weren't open to doing anyway, because you can still back out if they could back out. Like I said, the, 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 the bigger, the overarching issue is no one really knows what happened. So we're all taking stabs at, um, speculation and how we feel about what we speculate may have happened. So. I don't, which is why I'm not saying like, he's definitely guilty and he should be thrown. you know, the book should be thrown at him or whatever. Um, but if the, you know, if, if you consider the narrative as it's presented, um, I don't see, I don't see a victim. Um, and I don't see a crime necessarily. Now, if you change mm-hmm. the narrative, I'll, I will change my opinion. Um, but as it stands right now, uh, money for sex doesn't matter to me. Uh, And even there was a post on Facebook, I'm not going to throw his name out uh, just in case people, people care. Uh, But he said, you know, basically was like, okay, so now I'm a pedophile because I think that 14 year olds uh, can say no to having sex with an old guy or something to that effect. I'm like, yes, they absolutely can. Right. Like I don't, you know, unless they're like a special needs 14 year old, 14 year olds are definitely capable of making choices like that. Um, and the ones that make the choice to perform the act and to get paid definitely n- may not have known like all the extenuating consequences. But in that moment, they knew they wanted that money more than they cared about not having sex that day. And I and yes, I do think the 14 year olds can make that decision because because the, the, I'm sure there's a whole bunch that are capable of saying no. And that's just as valid as the ones that can say yes. What else did we have to talk about? Oh, Trump said the word Bitcoin. That was interesting. Oh, why would he do that? What an idiot! <laughs> to bash it, to say it's not real money and it's, it's used for uh, drugs and other illegal, illicit activity. But right. you know, saying it, it's definitely on his mind, and that's got to be that's got to be a plus somewhere for uh, yeah. Bitcoin maximalists out there. That even if he's even if he's uh, decrying it. Uh, he's at least he's at least aware of it, right? So, <clears throat> one one issue is
1: that they can the government can make it difficult to trade trade with Bitcoin. Uh, for example, in, in Hawaii, they said hey, not legal. So to, to trade on exchanges in Hawaii, so none of the uh, none of the exchanges offer it. Um,
0: but yet that and, did not stop us. Well, actually,
1: I. I, I got in before uh they stopped serving Hawaii, so uh I, I was using Coinbase. So Yeah.
0: Um But so, yeah. I was I was in Hawaii when I was able to acquire some. So yeah. so
1: <laughs> it's definitely uh there's definitely other ways to get it. Uh, but you know, if it it just might be a sign of things to come. Like if if the high high level government wants to, they can make it more difficult. Well,
0: uh, so what? Um, I was gonna say something else and I
1: completely lost track.
0: Well I will jump in then and I will say I'm not I'm not bothered by that because the promise of Bitcoin is non government money, money that the government can't touch, can't get a hold of. They can track it on the ledger if they want to. Um but it means it means for us, right, the the anarchist out there, uh we don't we don't we do not have to trade in federal reserve notes. We can remove ourselves from the federal reserve system, um, as much as possible and do business with each, with each other, uh, using either Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency out there. Like that's now an option that was previously a lot more difficult, right? Because there was, there was gold traders and the silver traders and they shut down, you know, the, the Liberty dollar for trading in silver, uh, and certificates. Um, and then along comes Bitcoin and goes like, now you can trade and there's nothing they can do about it. Now, the question becomes, if they're going to shut it down, well, how do you get it? Um, and just like anything else, uh, the market provides. Now, people in Hawaii who, who can't get on the exchanges may end up paying a premium to acquire it, right? And that, you know, maybe they have to go around uh, some some shady, dark alley uh, you know, to, to get it. Um, and that may drive up the price locally there, right? Which, you know, if you're smart creates an arbitrage opportunity. (laughs) If you, if you can, if you can get it or you have enough, um, to move it there at a premium, uh, then you, you are always making money. Uh, so it's, it's not like shutting, it's not like the, the state, the government fed, local, federal, um, whatever can shut down the network. And I think that's the important aspect of it is they, they can make it difficult, but they can't remove it completely. Um, and if they think they've gotten it removed completely, well, then it's even easier to sneak around uh, in the you know in the darkness, I guess, uh, and use that to subvert them as much as possible. Does that help you with your train of thought? at all? sure, sure. Um,
1: but yeah, so the other hand is that by Trump saying to you know seven million. Followers, how many followers does Trump have? I don't know on his Instagram, Twitter. Is it but only I, seven million?
0: It's got to be more than seven million,
1: maybe 60 million or something like that. I okay. don't know. but lots of millions of people uh, now heard the word Bitcoin again, um, so it's on their minds now. And uh, so now, when the price goes up, um, they'll be thinking about it again. Um, so, ho- hopefully, that'll turn people away from Trump because you know. Trump doesn't like it, and then the price goes up, and people go, "Damn it, I shouldn't shouldn't listen to Trump." Um, yeah, and you shouldn't you shouldn't listen to that that guy,
0: <laughs> or any politician for that, that matter, <laughs> at all, right. regardless of the letter that comes after their name as well. But yeah, so so Trump saying it puts it back on the radar. It means it means like the top level is you know, for for all their um, ignoring it and fighting it and whatever. Um, there's there's no excuse now we we know that they're aware of it um, and then any act to to stop it um I would say can be considered malicious and aggressive at this point because there's there's no excuse now. there's no like, oh, we haven't heard of it, we don't know anything about it. We know you know, and you know we know you know um, and you still can't stop it and hopefully you know if they if they do decide to shut down. Uh, Bitcoin or make an attempt to shut down Bitcoin. Um, l- let's see a rise, uh, you know, the the re-rise in the alt, right? The the feature coins, the feature tokens, or whatever you want to call them, um, that serve a, a different market with different functionality, right? Let's let's you know the 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 privacy coins or the um, the the Ethereum tokens that you know, smart contracts and all the other stuff that you know Bitcoin necessarily. Uh, wasn't providing and had no desire to provide um you know maybe those uh superstar coins will rise back up maybe not to the same level as bitcoin but definitely back up because they offer something different right there was there was you know during the during the last bull run i guess um there was like there was way too many altcoins all promising something different uh, but none really doing anything special and so there was just you know hundreds and thousands of them. Um, and basically their, their only function was like specu- for speculators to, to play around in. And hopefully now that, you know, that part of the bubble has uh, popped, I don't know, crashed, I don't know, uh, that the 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 real altcoins that have uh, value beyond um, just their price will start to, to make moves as well. So thank you, Donald Trump, for mentioning it. Um, And putting it on the minds of regular people out there who, you know, if they're if they're paying attention, you know, we'll we'll start to see it go. Because all of a sudden, the people that said no, 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 like even my mom, right? We had this conversation before MC. Like, um, my mom was thinking about getting in, and then the price went up too much, and then she couldn't get in, or she chose not to get in at that time. And then it spiraled all the way down to, like, you know, the bottom of this uh, this recent dip. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, mom, remember when you wanted to get in at more than this and you didn't? Well, here's your chance to get in even lower. And she went, no, I don't think so. And then <laughs> whoop, you know. Yeah. Yeah could have could have quadrupled her money again at this point basically well that's what i i i
1: I had a conversation with somebody i don't remember who it was and they said well should i get in now and i said well you you should get in now because if you don't what's going to happen is maybe the price goes down and then you'll see the price and it's down and that will make you feel like you don't need to buy it because the price is down it's weird psychology but because the price Very is weird. down it makes you less likely to want it uh and then when the price goes up it makes you want to buy it even more so <laughs> uh so just you know, buy it now and then if it goes down buy more and if it goes down even more buy more and then if it goes up uh then pick a point sometimes it's, it's good to think about some point in the future where you would be happy selling it and then, uh, yeah, be happy. That's, that's what, you
0: know, that's what it's about. <laughs> and here, I, th- I think, I think people, well, even we've talked about what we think the, the all time high, the, the permanent all time high will be right. And I think, um, that old, uh, meme with Neo and Morpheus, you know, talking about Bitcoin has, has a price point in the minds of people, that may seem unrealistic at this point, but yet then again, who knows, right? Because if if you don't remember this old meme, it was like, so you're telling those like Neo is like, so you're telling me, um, that it, when when the time is right or whatever, um, I can trade these for millions, and then Morpheus goes like, what I'm telling you, is when it's time, you won't have to, right? And I think what that put in people's mm-hmm. minds. Is a price point of a million at some point in the in the future, right? That Bitcoin will hit the million dollar mark, and my question, and I don't, this is rhetorical for UMC, is when it hits that million dollar mark, will we be at the point where we won't have to trade it out to realize the gains, right? Will it hit that point when we're already so ingrained in using it um, for regular transactions or altcoins, Bitcoin Cash? Or you know Ethereum or um, Dash is a big one here, or horizon right. you know if if we're already trading those locally amongst ourselves for everyday transactions, um, will we not care about that price point at the time? So
1: I have an explanation for this, and uh, because most people don't understand Bitcoin um, and I will say, uh, maybe never. Maybe never. That maybe that won't happen. Um, so, if you want to know what Bitcoin is, yeah, it's it's much better to think of it how people use gold, and people don't use their gold in everyday transactions. So that'll probably never happen. Um, it's more of a store of wealth, and uh, and yeah. So you trade it for other things that you can trade more easily. Yeah, um, and that I think that's going to continue with with the actual Bitcoin crypto uh, probably forever. Now that doesn't mean there won't be other cryptos. So for example, if Facebook's Libra comes out and, and it, it has the potential of replacing the dollar, for example, which um, Trump has
0: already come out in protest against that too. Sure. Right in this, sure. in the same well, I mean, little that's, tweet that's storm.
1: The, that's the bigger threat to the, to Fiat right now is people coming up with other Fiat okay. or, uh, or uh, other inflatable uh, currencies. Uh, so so Bitcoin doesn't really threaten the dollar. Uh, what it threatens is, uh, is well, it's it's not threatened, but it it competes with gold, and it makes uh, uh, borderless transactions uh, common. So, so that you don't like if you if you don't have to use gold to store large amounts of, of wealth anymore, um, then international trade and can can happen much faster and easier so uh, so you no longer have to uh, buy large stockpiles of gold and store it in somebody else's country for example that's i mean that's that's you know even poland recently is trying to get their their gold from uh from britain you know it's like you know what an operation that's going to be you know (laughs) if they Uh, have it all
0: Right, if they have, if well, they sure, have
1: or or if even if they ever planned on giving it up, you know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> um, you know the, the, you know, fifty years goes by, and you're like, huh, what? You actually want this stuff? It's like, no, nah. <laughs> we've already made contracts on it, you know, somebody else owns it or whatever, you know. It's so that's that's the problem with, with gold, with the uh, with Bitcoin, uh, you know, if you say you owe it to me, and you can send it immediately, and why not, you
0: know. Um, could bitcoin or crypto be used to get around all the tariff wars that are going on right now because that would be an interesting use case uh
1: i i don't know i'll have to figure out more about that but yeah
0: and i i like what
1: i really like bitcoin is for individuals like i i, I really i prefer governments and and uh, corporations and stuff didn't get involved in it even though even though those things will drive the price up like crazy high like maybe even a million but um, it's Bitcoin is best utilized by individuals, uh, so, so that they can, you know, move freely around the world and, and have their wealth intact. Um, it, that's why it was created as unstoppable money. Now that that doesn't mean day-to-day money is what you should be using it for. I mean, you can yeah. if you want, but uh, you know. Just be smart about it, do whatever is easiest and most economical yeah. for you no. well that's why i already,
0: that's why I think the alts are a good place as well because sure. there's an, there's enough of those and like I said, I don't want to pick the leader of the alts yeah. uh, but some of the you know, sm- some of the just like gold has silver right you know theoretically gold is hard to do business in uh, but silver was well enough to you know was small enough uh denominations i guess where everyday transactions could be done in silver. Uh, fractional silver right and so
1: yeah if if facebook's coin or 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 a different stable coin becomes popular then you won't ever need to get actual uh, paper money or uh or use a traditional bank and that's that's the real threat so so bitcoin makes all this stuff possible uh, because it's a store of value and you can get in and out of uh other things that are not a store value, but are easier for trade. Um, So what I've, what I predicted a few years ago, which really, I I guess it happened a little bit, but not, not totally uh, is, is credit cards where you can uh, load your crypto on, onto uh, the the credit card corporations uh, bank and uh, use your credit card to spend out of that pile. And you could, you know, switch between whichever crypto you have. Um, so that would that would make you know spending the money day to day much easier, um, and then uh, you just uh, you have your stash uh, at 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 home or wherever, um, and you only load it up to the up to
0: them when you when you need to spend it. So, I would say that's probably easier now with places taking Apple Pay and Android Pay, right? Because the technology is there to not even need the credit card anymore. You just boop your oh, watch sure. on it. You know, and if, if yeah. you, I mean, associate I, have, th- I have that
1: built in. Uh, my my Apple Pay uh, has my credit card on it, and so right. I just click on my phone twice, and it and it pays for the transaction through my credit card. I don't have to pull out my credit card.
0: Right, but if you if you could select your credit card or Bitcoin or Dash or whatever, yeah, but right, I,
1: I doubt I doubt Apple is actually going to facilitate the Bitcoin trades. That's why I'm saying like there there are a couple. One of them is. Ah, uh, BitPay. Uh, I can't remember the other ones, but there's there is one out yeah. there. I have to do some research um, that will actually hold on to your crypto for you and only spend, only convert the crypto into U.S. dollars at the point
0: when you need to spend it. Yeah, I'm just saying that the the consumer registers, like the the company registers where you make those payments, have the technology already implemented in them. I'm not saying Apple Pay or Android Pay would be the one. But the mm-hmm. technology already exists to like you know select a thing, boop your watch or your phone, and have the transaction go through. And if if someone sure. can integrate that with you know crypto payments, where, um, like I said, you select whatever whatever coin you want, and they you just you know bop, bop your phone against the register, uh, or the, the the machine there, mm-hmm. you know, and their tra- their side of the transaction takes it just the same. Where yeah. you're not, you know, scanning barcodes and scanning QR codes and waiting for res, you know, just boop, just like anything else. Um, again, that can make it, you know, easy, right? right. And just like, just like uh, gold had silver, like I said earlier, uh, for a while, Bitcoin had Litecoin, right? That was supposed to be the the, the smaller, more convenient transactional coin um, back in the early days. Yeah, and so there's
1: the other idea that uh, you know the, the Bitcoin maximalists would say is that well we don't we don't want the third parties involved and I actually if if a third party is involved and they make the transaction faster and easier uh then i'm okay with that Uh, same way i'm okay with you know using credit cards um only bad thing about that is that that now you're being you know monitored every transaction you make with a credit card they're using that information they're selling that information and uh, they know everything that you buy in so sure um you know for most people, uh most people don't care. Um, the thing that I care about is that the government is also using that information and I don't I I don't know why more people aren't frustrated by this, but like we're actually paying them to spy on us. Like that's that's the most stupid thing <laughs> that I could think of, you know, like it's it's not it's not whether they can do it or not or whether it's legal or not. It's that we're actually paying them to do it to us. It's that's no, like that sh- should be shut down, not because it's illegal, but it's because it's not a service that we want from them.
0: <laughs> well, and I would say that most people don't care, right? Well, like, no, most like, people
1: don't care, but and but and for those it, of us it, that
0: do, extra steps need to be taken to to maintain our own personal privacy.
1: Yeah, it's like I'm o- like I'm okay with giving my information to Facebook, even though they're gonna do all kinds of stuff with it, but. Facebook isn't charging me to get my information, you know, and so that's that's my frustration with with the government involved. They've got these huge data centers where they're collecting everything everybody's doing on the internet, uh, and I it's it's just crazy that people are okay with paying a government that that to do things that we wouldn't want them to do. We don't people don't want Facebook to do it either, but you know. But I'm not paying Facebook anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you can get off Facebook. Yeah. And I could just stop using them. (laughs) Which is a a whole other topic of discussion. I go, well, you know, this is another thing I covered. I'm on so many social media platforms. Because every time someone goes like, hey, there's this new one. I go, all right, sign me up. I'm in. And then I'm there for like a week or two. And there's nothing going on. And there's like a handful of people doing nothing. And then I migrate back over to Facebook because that's where everyone is. <laughs> so so until like yeah. the mass migration starts, you know, it's you know, yeah. that's where that's where I'm at. It's I'm the, al- I'm also the on the per- other
1: ones. The Pareto principle maximalize, uh where one one uh, outlier just takes takes out or takes all the all the user base. Um, yeah, just because that's where they all are. So it's just uh, it's it's interesting, but um, but it could change quick. I mean, that, that happened with MySpace. Uh, you know, Facebook did it just a little bit better than MySpace, and everybody went to
0: Facebook. And then yeah, and then for a figure. while they were the same. They were like exactly. I couldn't tell the difference. Because mm-hmm. well, when, when I signed, when I finally signed, I think I signed up for Facebook. Um, man, what year was it? What year did Avatar come out in the theater because like right before that, like two thousand nine or so does that sound right
1: i don't I don't know
0: okay, either way, so two thousand eight two thousand nine is kind of when I got on Facebook, and at the same time- at the same time, I signed up for MySpace. I was like, all right, I'm on both uh, and just just like what I said, you know i was I was using both for a long period of time. And then I just realized that more people were were doing things on Facebook. And I just slowly, you know, migrated away from MySpace. Um, a big one now, all of a sudden, right, like, you know, in in the community here, um, everyone's like, oh, do you have a Meet Me or, or a MeWe? Are you on uh, MeWe? Uh, you know, the, the new, the latest uh, MeWe platform? I was like, I've been there for like years now. Like, I don't remember when that thing started, but I was like, fucking sign me up. Uh, so, so I had to, I had to like li- li- literally go reactivate, you know, my, my profile there. i like, all right, here I am. I'm also here. Now what you tell me what's next. Cause I've been here. I have been here for years now. Um, and, and there's nothing going on here, which is, which is why I barely log in and don't even have the app, uh, you know, permanently on my phone, you know, but, but Hey, if you guys are coming, let's go there too. Right? You know, so, so find me there and let's cross post everything for a while and see if we can get enough people to move over there where I don't have to be here. Um, But there's been a couple that like shut down even. I think I was on, um, well, I I still have a Gab account, but there was one called like IMSY, I-M-Z-Y that didn't even last a year. I was like, all right, set up there and they're closed now. Um, I, I can't remember a few of the ones that were supposed to be, you know, decentralized and, Um, you know, promise to get you away. Google plus shut down. I was there, right. Followed a few pages over there too, until that went, you know, the way of the Dodo and got wiped out. So I hear what you're saying, but the, the, the way to get away is for everyone to go with once, um, and not look back. And, you know, I look back a lot because I'm bored. Otherwise, I don't,
1: I don't, I don't need to be on
0: Facebook. I'm. But I,
1: I, don't, I don't worry about Facebook as, as much as other things. I mean, the, the Libra coin will be really interesting if, if, if it takes off. I mean, if
0: governments let them. But uh, I don't think they're going to. So with Libra coin being centralized to Facebook, right? Here's a little conspiracy theory for you to sit on. Um, uh, Facebook sells a whole bunch of the Libra coin. They get their they get their Federal Reserve notes and they give you Libra coin. And then once they've sold enough Libra coin and they've gotten enough Federal Reserve notes out of the hands of regular people, they shut down the Libra network and make it virtually useless. So everyone's stuck with useless Libra coins after giving Facebook all their Federal Reserve notes.
1: Mm. I don't I don't know why they do that. It more likely they would just uh do the same thing the Federal Reserve does and devalue the currency by printing more of it. And uh yeah, that's what they want to do is they want to they want to have the same
0: power the Federal Reserve has which is uh, pretty incredible <laughs> you know? and now the technology is there for them. sure I don't but know then, why they would do these either but I'm just throwing it out there as a possibility because it's it's a centralized you know stable coin or whatever but it's centralized so it's not like every anyone can run their own node and the people that do get to you know run their own little server or whatever for Libre Coin have to pay big old bucks to do it because they're not letting just anybody off the street do it
1: yeah, I'm not really sure how that works for Libra Coin, but, um, but yeah,
0: that, that's what they want
1: though is is the power to, of the printing press, and so the other thing is if Facebook can do it, um, they'll they'll probably be the most successful, and uh, they would probably crowd out a lot of other other companies, but other companies would probably try to do it too. Um, and and not just uh, in the U.S., but in China, for example.
0: China's already working on their own anyway. Well, think, Burger King uh, had Whopper Coin in Russia for a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: remember that? That went nowhere fast. Well, it, it was more of a, a gimmick. But uh, I'm sure if it took off, it would have been more than a gimmick. Yeah, if it took off. And so
1: that that's the thing with with Facebook. They've got billions of users. Um, anything they do has a high probability of success.
0: Sure. All right. Anything else? Shall we move on? Let's do it. All right. Headlines? Sure. Headlines! Oh, here's a good Start off with this. Hawaii Governor vetoes Bill aimed to end confiscation of property without a conviction. Uh, Headline, Why You Should Ignore the News Cycle and Focus on Your Own Success. A headline, restaurant chain announces bankruptcy, says minimum wage hikes to blame. A headline, U.S. immigration enforcement, guilty until proven innocent. A headline, government bullies want to seize this man's home because of overgrown grass. A headline, social pressure versus consumer preferences. And finally, headline, uh, lawmakers are arguing in court that the government should be able to take a citizen's property for minor traffic offenses like speeding uh, any place in particular you want to start MC oh anywhere's fine all right uh, this one's c- close to home so we'll talk we'll go from uh, the the governor Hawaii governor vetoes confiscation uh, without oh man. And confiscation of property without a conviction. Uh, and then we'll do these back-to-back then because this is about uh, government confiscating things without, with, with conviction for minor offenses like speeding. So let's do those two together. Um, Hawaii Governor vetoes bill aimed to end confiscation of property without a conviction. Uh, states across America are reforming policies of civil asset forfeiture, the controversial practice by which police seizing property from citizens, often without charging them with a crime. According to the National Conference of State Legislatures, at least 11 states, California, Connecticut, Iowa, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, Ohio, Oregon, and Vermont, have passed laws banning law enforcement from seizing property from people who have not been convicted of a crime. With three states, North Carolina, New Mexico, and Nebraska, have abolished civil forfeiture entirely. Civil asset forfeiture in Hawaii, uh, where I I used to live and where you currently reside, MC. Uh, Hawaii's lawmakers attempted to join the trend, but this week were met with a veto from Democratic Governor David Ige. House Bill 748 introduced by Democratic representatives would have limited police to seizing property only in cases where a felony conviction has been issued. Within the practice of civil asset forfeiture, it is actually the property that is convicted. As the bill's authors wrote in their introduction to the legislation, uh, the legislature finds that civil asset forfeiture frequently leaves innocent people deprived of personal property without having ever been charged or convicted of any crime. This amounts to government-sponsored theft. According to the Institute for Justice, Hawaii is one of the worst-ranked states for civil asset forfeiture practices. In the second edition of its Policing for Profit report, the organization gave the state a grade of D- for its low standard of proof, which requires only that the government show by a preponderance of evidence that the property is tied to a crime. Uh, IJ also cited the heavy burden placed on citizens to prove they are not connected to the alleged crime tied to the forfeiture. Hawaii currently policy, Hawaii's current policy gives 100% of the funds and seized property to law enforcement, including state and local police, as well as prosecuting attorneys and the Attorney General. H.B. 748 would have shifted some of the confiscated money and income generated from the sale of forfeited property to a general state fund to reduce the financial incentives police and prosecutors have to seize property and pursue convictions. Very profitable profitable practice for law enforcement. Indeed, Hawaiian law enforcement profits immensely from from the practice. According to IJ's report between 2000 and 2013, law enforcement seized a total of $17,244,129 worth of currency, automobiles, and other property. Hawaii News Now reported in 2015 that Honolulu Police Department was sitting on $15 million of extra funds thanks to the practice, either from cash seizures or the profit they generated from selling confiscated property. Despite this surplus, by April of that year, the department had spent only 37000 of their holdings, instead petitioning the Honolulu City Council for $2.6 million to pay for new police cars, motorcycles, and surveillance cameras. Considering how lucrative civil asset forfeiture is, it should come as no surprise that as the Hawaii Civil Beat reported, the Honolulu Police Department, the Honolulu Prosecutor's Office, and the Department of the Attorneys General all opposed the reform bill. We are confident that property is being seized and forfeited fairly and equitably, and the abuse present in other jurisdictions simply does not exist here, uh, the Honolulu Prosecutor's Office told the legislature. In his veto uh, explanation, Governor Ige echoed similar refrain, claiming the state already had enough safeguards to prevent abuse, but supporters of the now-rejected bill disagree. Addressing Ige's perspective, which he also expressed last month prior to his official veto, uh, Carl Burquist, Executive Director of the Drug Policy Reform of Hawaii, said, The notion that there is no abuse of civil asset forfeiture here in Hawaii is quaint. Last year's audit reveals that there have been neither oversight nor rules in place to protect property owners from such abuse when it does occur. According to the data from 2018 state audit analyzing Caesars in 2015, in 26% of cases, no criminal charges were filed. In 4%, the charges were dismissed. Meaning nearly one-third of civil asset forfeitures were conducted against people who had not been convicted or charged with a crime. Legalized theft. They took a whole bunch of assets from legally innocent people, said Representative Joy San Buenaventura, who sponsored HB 748. It's basically legalized theft by the police, and that's wrong. Uh, Burkwist argued that a felony conviction requirement would give police pause before going after low-hanging fruit, and it should be a bare minimum to uphold another notion, one eternal rather than quaint. Due process. The same audit also found that Attorney General had mismanaged forfeiture funds and failed to allocate a portion of them to drug prevention problems as required by law. It's well documented that civil asset forfeiture disproportionately affects minorities and the poor. Data from cities around the country, from San Diego and Las Vegas to Chicago, reflect that, as a 2018 research paper published in the Journal of Criminology and Public Policy noted, civil forfeitures are disproportionately used against minorities and individuals with limited financial resources to challenge forfeiture actions. With Ige's veto of the legislation, which Berkowitz says mirrors reform enacted in other states, Hawaii will continue to deny its citizens due process and make a profit in the process. In the 2018 Supreme Court case, Timms v. Indiana, justices ruled unanimously that the Eighth Amendment's ban on excessive fines applies to states as well, which will likely have implications for practices such as asset forfeiture. Further, as I.J. notes, since 2014, 33 states and Washington, D.C. have implemented reform. Uh, so you're there, M.C. Are you worried uh, about getting your assets, uh, forfe- uh, forfeiting your assets to the police for some minor traffic infraction?
1: Um, I guess I don't worry about it, but,
0: um, uh, I guess shit happens. So I think it's, uh, it's one of those things where they, they're saying like, well, we don't need reform because we're doing nothing. It's, you know, it's, we're not doing anything wrong, so we don't need to change the policy. And, you know, the counter to that is always, well, if you're doing nothing wrong, the policy change won't affect you, right? <laughs> if you're not doing anything wrong, this should just be a protection um, for the for the people that shows no net negative effects uh, on on police and the and the and the state in that case.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they, they made the same argument with the marijuana laws. They said uh, we 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 don't enforce the marijuana laws anyway. We don't arrest people for marijuana anyway. So so we should we don't have to make it. We don't have to change the law to make it legal. Like we're not. We're not using it anyway, so don't change it. Like, well, yeah. the reason why is they, they want to be able to use it whenever they feel like it, arbitrarily. When it's
0: convenient for them, yes, absolutely. Right. So,
1: yeah, same thing with the uh, asset forfeiture. Like, oh, well, if, if we feel like it, then we can. Um, and, the, and, of course, they do. It, I think it mentioned in the article uh, 4% uh,
0: or something like that. Uh, I, I can't remember the stats, but, yeah, not. 4% the charges were dismissed. Right. 26, percent no, no charges were filed. 4% the charges were dismissed.
1: Yeah. So a third of the people, uh, you know, weren't even charged. So right. that's, or that's committed no big, crime
0: and committed. still had their assets taken. Yeah. Um, that seems like abuse to me.
1: Oh, it is. It surely, truly is.
0: And yet the, the governor there wants to cover that up and make it, make it so that the people have no recourse, uh, in that instance, and in those thirty those percent should not be allowed any recourse, and that that should happen more in the future, All right? Let's let's keep that the status quo or bump that number up uh, to get more money for the state. Yeah, sounds about right. I'm a little surprised that it was like you know Democrat introduced and then vetoed by Democratic governor. I know I, I don't I'm, I'm not one for uh, partisan politics, uh, but that's that's not usually how things work either. Right, like <laughs> that's a little. It's a little bizarre that the Democrats would introduce well, the bill.
1: Go ahead. In, in Hawaii, in Hawaii, they're all Democrats. That is true. So it's and it's it's the uh, conservative. Uh, they're conservative Democrats, though. They they don't want things to change. They're not the uh, socially responsible uh, Democrats that that uh, exist in California, if if that's a thing, but.
0: Yeah, it's quite it's quite different.
1: They they were, for example, they were really late to the legalizing gay marriage thing.
0: Yes, but I I saw a headline that uh, the marijuana is actually legalized now. Like, it's, it's I wasn't paying attention to that too oh, closely. Oh no!
1: So it's decriminalized, um, but they will still fine you. So basically, if they catch you with marijuana, you owe them one hundred and fifty bucks. I'm like so. What you're saying is, it's still okay to shoot cops when they, when, if you're, if you're smoking marijuana on the side of the road, a uh, cop comes up to you, he's he's gonna rob you. So, um, yeah, it's it's not it's not good enough either. You
0: know? Okay, I was I I wasn't sure what the change was. At yeah, that it's
1: time. De- decriminalized, but they'll still find you. Okay, so it's well,
0: like a tra-
1: same as like a traffic violation or something.
0: Well, and similarly, if they're not going to enforce it, no big deal. But if they feel like enforcing it on you now, that's one more. It's one more tool in their tool belt to harass citizens. Yeah, they don't but like.
1: But now they now they can only take 150 bucks
0: for you, and it's it's for small amounts, I guess, too. So yeah. Well, Person I hope use. I hope more people there fight that as well. Right, like take take that 150 bucks to trial, right? <laughs> yeah. Get, Find a way to get a jury because yeah, uh, I know that's a that's difficult in Hawaii as well to even get a jury trial right. um, but have have that nullified as early and often as possible all right so let's do let's do this one because this was uh, also related to uh asset forfeiture and see and seizures uh lawmakers lawmakers argue constitution gives government right to steal your car if you're caught speeding. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Was that that the video? Because I tried to pause mine. Uh, Despite losing in the United States Supreme Court, the state of Indiana is still arguing that there is virtually no Eighth Amendment limit on what it can seize using civil asset forfeiture, according to reason. Uh, In fact, Indiana Solicitor General Thomas Fisher argued in Indiana Supreme Court last week that it would be constitutional to seize any and every car that exceeded the speed limit. It was an argument that drew laughter from the U.S. Supreme Court last year, Fisher said. This is the position that already staked out in the Supreme Court when I was asked by Justice Breyer whether a Bugatti can be forfeited for going over five miles over the speed limit. Historically, the answer to that question is yes, and we're sticking with that position here. Uh, The issue has been brought to light as a result of the Indiana Supreme Court reconsidering a case where a 2015 seizure of Tyson Tim's $42,000 Land Rover after he was convicted of a drug felony was argued to have violated his Eighth Amendment protection against excessive fines and fees. In February, the United States Supreme Court reversed the Indiana Supreme Court's rulings that Tim's could not challenge the seizure on Eighth Amendment grounds because the excessive fine clause had not yet been applied or incorporated to the states. It also brought to light the power of the practice, which allows authorities to seize property suspected of being connected to criminal activity. The Indiana Supreme Court will now have to figure out how to determine whether a civil forfeiture is excessive or not. The result could either check or reinforce the state government's power. Lawyers for the Institute for Justice. See, there you go. Uh, them again. A libertarian leading public interest law firm argued that the seizures of Tim's car, which was, not per- excuse me, which was not purchased with drug proceeds and was worth four times the maximum fine for his crime, was a disproportional punishment. Uh, the Institute for Justice had to petition the U.S. Supreme Court to review the case after the Indiana Supreme Court ruled against Tim's. The state argued that the excessive fines clause did not apply to the practice of civil asset forfeiture, which operates under the legal fiction that it is an action against the property itself, not the owner. <laughs> it's interesting. Both sides of the aisle in the U.S. Supreme Court have expressed skepticism about civil asset forfeiture in past rulings, and they were not impressed by Fisher's argument. A judge even forced counsel for the state of Indiana to admit it would be constitutional then to seize any car going over the speed limit. Uh, uh, There's a link to the ruling in the, uh, what do you call that, the uh, transcript. Uh, the state of Indiana, although forced to recognize that the Eighth Amendment applies to civil forfeiture, now insists that the test that should apply to determine whether the seizure was excessive is not the proportionality, but rather the, whether the government can prove a nexus between Tim's car and the illegal activity, a standard that would put virtually no check on the amount of property police could seize as long as there was some connection to a crime. Justice, Justice Loretta Rush pushed back on the argument. So where is the limit? If the state decides you're going over X miles per hour, so we're going to take your car, uh, is there any limit to that government power? Uh, Fisher responded, no. Look, I've I've gone out of a limb on the Bugatti, and I don't think I'm going back. Uh, Institute for Justice lawyer Sam Gedge said, Indiana has resorted to an increasingly dangerous view of governmental power over the years. It has been fighting to keep Tim's car... In the state's view, it can constitutionally forfeit a Bugatti that goes five miles over the speed limit, and the state insists that it can take away any property from any person who has ever struggled with drug addiction. The boundless view of governmental powers cannot be squared with the Constitution. Uh, End of the article. So your thoughts on on this uh, MC with Indiana saying, no, 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 any uh, any law being broken uh, is... Is grounds to steal property, no matter how small the infraction. Well, I mean, what do you
1: expect? <laughs> They're the state. They, they, they also claim they can they can shoot you if you resist arrest. So, <laughs> yeah, they can take everything.
0: Now, when I when I originally posted this um, to um, to our 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 page, there was a comment on it that basically said, you know, the reason the reason the government can take your stuff uh, is because when you get the car, you sign over uh, dual rights to it and dual ownership or uh, dual title to the car, and therefore they're not really taking it from you, they're just taking it back because it's partially theirs. Uh, and that, you know, me, you, Rich, uh, need to, to learn your lesson on what the government's powers are and, and can do. Let me see if I can find it. Sure. Oh, here we go. Uh, You split title with them when you register. This is a comment on this article from from some D-bag on Facebook. Uh, You split title them when you register your car. They have every right to tell you what to do with it. Same as your home. They appoint themselves your agent and give themselves partial title. To be specific, they take equitable title and leave you with legal title. Look it up. There is remedy. And then I laughed at him. And he said, laugh it up, kid. Maybe the next time you're whining about being forced to do something with your own property, you'll think back and wonder why you're so ignorant on the subject. You signed your title away. And so I laughed at him again. Um, And I I went on to explain that all that theory is well and good uh, in theory. uh, But practical application in the courts, like even if he's right, uh, the cop doesn't know, the cop doesn't care, and neither do the judges. So, what are, what are your thoughts on it? Do we split title with the state, and do they have a right to then seize it simply because of that nonsense?
1: No, that's retarded.
0: It's definitely retarded.
1: And, uh, but the the state can do lots of horrible things, and it has uh, asset forfeitures. It, it's really that's that's really bizarre. Like, um, because you know, why would you want to? work for an organization that could do the same thing to you like that, that would, uh, that's, it doesn't seem like a very good way to set
0: up a society, you know? Well, because the people who join those organizations think they're going to be benefiting from it. They don't, they don't anticipate being on the other end, which is why cops and politicians, um, and their friends misbehave, right. And do things that normal citizens can't do because they think that they're going to be above the law uh and not be punished for those actions because they're either uh part of that organization or well connected within it
1: mm-hmm.
0: right they don't they don't think like oh this this might affect me mm-hmm. uh just like electoral politics right the the the, the yeah, but, but it things. Might,
1: might affect it might affect somebody in your family and it might affect your your city i mean it it's yeah well it's definitely gonna affect. A lot more things than they than they think it is. Um, yeah. For for example, it's, it could make people uh, hate the cops. You know, people are always questioning. You know, why do people hate the cops so much? Well, it's because of things like this. I mean,
0: because <laughs> they're never there to help. They're rarely there to help. And even when they right. are there to help, before that, they've already taken your money. Right? You've already been taxed for their existence. Uh, and so, even if they do good. You know, like, oh, look at us. We've we've performed the service. Like, no, you've already been paid for that, right? You've already taken money, and now you're just, like, pretending to do good deeds. Otherwise, no one likes having mm-hmm. cops around. Even to the point – I don't know if you saw this, uh, MC, uh, but very briefly because we're uh, pushing the end here. Um, there was – I think it was Oregon. Uh, Starbucks kicked out some cops uh, because uh, the, the people, the, the normal Starbucks customers um, were – Triggered or offended or felt unsafe with the cops in the, in this, in the, in the, in the, in the store in Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, no, e- even those people, right. Don't, don't want to have cops around. Um, and no one really does. Right. And the, the, the argument of, well, you only want the cops around when you need one. Like that's probably true. Right. I don't want the plumber around unless it's fucking leaking my pipe. Right. I don't want the electrician <laughs> around unless, unless I have some wiring process. I don't want my mechanic around unless there's something wrong with my car. So, yes, I don't want the cops around unless I need them. And even then, right, if I were allowed to, you know, to to have provide my own service or hire my own uh, or security agency or whatever, uh, I may not call on the state run one right like i mm-hmm. yes i only want them around when i need help i don't want them around when i'm not doing anything wrong and not violating any rights because they make everyone feel nervous uh and and you know uptight a little bit and scared uh, because they have a history at this point well documented of, of of behaving badly whenever they're around right on i think we're running out of time all right final thoughts all right, thank you very much for listening everybody. You guys know where to find us anarchistexperience.com. Uh minds. See, there's another one, fucking minds. I'm on there too. minds.com uh, slash the anarchist experience. And if you'd like to contribute to the show financially, you can do that through Patreon. And for those who like the Oh, you're charging for the show. No, I'm not. It's free on Patreon, but I will accept donations. So if you want, if you would like to contribute to the show financially, you can do so through Patreon. You can also get the show through Patreon as well for free. No donation required, but if you'd like it, uh, throw something in the tip jar. Uh, Patreon.com slash The Anarchist Experience. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace.